0: Hello, and thank you for joining us on Whitney Has a Podcast. Today, joining me is Bestie for Life, on and off again, Bestie, and um, entrepreneur, podcast artist himself, uh, hair colorist to the star. Do you have any other titles that I'm not aware of? Queen. Queen. And Queen L, Queen Lala. Hello,
1: everyone.
0: So you and I have been doing astrology for some time.
1: This is true.
0: For some time, yeah. Um, and we're just ready to share it.
1: We sure are. I, I, I'm excited. We, <laughs>
0: we, we always say how how everyone would love just a show of us. Why is there not a TV show of us?
1: It? It's true.
0: We're fucking hilarious. It's true. Oh, I don't
1: know. People are going to know. They're
0: they're knowing it now.
1: So what are we starting with today?
0: Um. All right. I had a. Uh, basics. What is astrology?
1: Astrology. Yeah. You, do you want to go first?
0: Well, it's number one, the science of stars. It's the stars. Right. The study of the heavenly bodies in relationship to us.
1: The ultimate personality test. That's, that's a
0: good way of looking at it, too. Because a lot of people, the next thing would be, what is the purpose that it serves? A lot of people think it's mumbo-jumbo. And, and, you Or know,
1: religion. Everyone thinks that it's very... Um,
0: or uh, anybody that believes in astrology is a, a crazy hippie. I am a crazy hippie. I am
1: too. <laughs>
0: <laughs> that one you guys have right. Um, I, I've always thought it was you know it's fun. People think of it as fun, but not. I don't know. I wonder what the statistics are on how many people actually believe legitimately believe in astrology.
1: I think that we're waking up a little bit more too, especially with YouTube, because everybody is sort of tuning into the actual.
0: There's a lot understanding more. of it. Instead yeah. of
1: just the paper or the horoscope, you know how it used to be back in the day, where people because people oh, yeah, used to get really excited up. about reading it in the paper, but they were only reading a very, very small portion of what it all means.
0: Yeah, so there was no there was no way to really improve your understanding for for the everyday man.
1: No, it was hard to further your knowledge on it. Mm-hmm. Yeah,
0: and that actually goes back to the the medieval times uh, because originally people didn't keep birth records. It, no, you know, if you're just everyday jail, you're not going to know what time and day and place you were born. You're lucky to know
1: they have different ways of measure, measuring when they
0: were born back then? No, but I am just saying like for like for layman, it it wasn't an option. They probably didn't most of the time even know what astrology was. But for royalty, astrology was a dedicated science. And they they kept up with their their birth dates and times of birth. Time for I I
1: love it. But I didn't like that it was only for royalties,
0: right not but for everybody. still today, it's not for it's not as accessible as it should be. Still, we're on the right track. You know what I mean? Like that yeah, ago, the
1: fact that we're making this right now makes it more accessible for people to understand it,
0: yeah, because two years ago, I didn't know I didn't jack shit.
1: people First, were not Australia people were actually.
0: not talking. even Except. just over
1: a year. People are talking about it more. I've seen statistics show, especially on YouTube. is statistics on YouTube have went up like millions and millions and millions of views. All uh, these people are starting to tune into different channels that are giving them insight into their monthly lives.
0: Yeah, or I mean, these people have existed, and we're just now getting to a place where people are getting comfortable enough with themselves.
1: I wonder what it is that's shift. Well, I'm sure there's <coughs> something in the.
0: Well, Uranus is uh, Uranus. I still have a problem with that. I guess I'm going to have to fix it if I'm going to be in an audio-paced medium. Uranus. Uranus. Uranus is in Taurus this month. Uh, November 2018 is our recording time. And as of now, we are experiencing a shift of Taurus. Um, what
1: was I talking about? Uranus in Taurus? I didn't yes. know that Uranus was in Taurus right
0: now. Uran- uh, well, it's been in Aries. Okay. Um.
1: Aries has been in Taurus for years.
0: I think like the last seven years. Yeah, it's been a it's been a very uh, an age of change and fire, Um, and now it's it's moving into Taurus. So the next uh, seven or eight years, whatever, is going to be a time where we're more grounded as a society. Um, See, me and Lance have went off topic, and this is probably not very easy to understand (laughs) for the beginner. No, it might be. Um, but the so if you just it's not a very Hard science, if you think of it like a like a graph, like a little model Mm
1: -hmm. of the planets.
0: that's what I I mean. That's all I do. You know that you know Mercury's going round and round and round. It's going fast. Mm -hmm. Like that's just a. I feel like that's just a given. You can kind of see a a little model of a chart in your head. Yes. Pluto, of course, like it's going to be an entire generation or two um, that it affects everyone. So the outer planets have uh, longer years, basically. And
1: that's, that's it affects more people, <laughs> right? Yeah.
0: Yeah. So we're all going to be affected.
1: Like Pluto and... Well, you can take them to lunch and
0: I'll take them to dinner. I mean, I'll wait and, and then you can... I can probably cut I'll figure it out. Or not. And if I don't... Um, so we are recording our very first podcast in my basement. Didn't lock the door. (laughs) (laughs) I don't really know if that I should go to all the trouble to uh, edit it out just because. No. Fuck it, man. Let's just move forward. We've got a message. Uh, so our apologies. We're not. Where were we? Let's look at the list.
1: Let's go through the list of.
0: Of What is this? Okay. Yeah. (laughs) You know, you actually know the order a little bit better than me. I know um, that the chart begins in Aries. RS Gemini cancer Leo I'm seeing the chart that I actually painted in my head Good. so that's yeah nothing. that's fantastic um, so we actually spent last night uh, trying to record this podcast and also painting our our natal charts or our star charts not our personal ones but um, it's been such a nice experience
1: <laughs> okay go in the orders again Aries Taurus, Gemini, oh, oh,
0: sorry. Cancer, Leo,
1: Virgo, Libra, Scorpio,
0: Sagittarius, Capricorn, Aquarius, Pisces.
1: Yes. Yeah. So let's start with Aries. Aries are
0: Boy they are forceful, and they go after what they want at all costs.
1: They're the beginning. They're right before the flower, or they're the, the before the flower even ever starts to bloom. It has to have something to inspire it to bloom, and that's what an Aries is.
0: They're the beginning. They're a fire. The beginning. They they're initiate the bloom. That is the, the first sign of spring, and the first sign of the zodiac. That's Aries. I think one the, the dates on Aries do you know that off the top of your head? Mm-hmm. Me and Lancer. Uh, so you're learning along with us. Congratulations! We'll do the heavy lifting. You just limit your ear.
1: Well, whenever spring is, whenever spring April. starts is when Aries is.
0: I know my friend April is a Taurus. Yeah, so Taurus is the mid. So about
1: March, end of March is when Aries starts. So After Pisces. February is
0: Pisces. Oh, okay. yeah. See? yeah, that helps me too to just put the symbols that we have in our heads, yeah. like along with. Uh, lines of lines. Mm-hmm. Uh, so next is Taurus. Taurus is a very down-to-earth, passionate, grounded, um, very much seeking beauty. Taurus is ruled by Venus, and it's a, it's a very grounded and earthy sign. Mm-hmm.
1: It is um, fixed earth. steadfast and dependable. Them, yes. and they're always dependable because they're always doing the same thing. Taurus people are always doing the same routine so you can always count on them because you can always count on them to be doing the same routine. Whereas someone like me and Whitney who are Sagittarius you cannot count on us to always be doing the same routine. So you it it means that we're less dependable. Because you know
0: But not Taurus. You can count on
1: Taurus. You can count on Taurus. Uh,
0: Gemini is mutable air. And it's what I, I see it as the most airy of the air side. I mean it's just with a name it's a very a very
1: very complex sign
0: it is uh, there's a lot of, of
1: angles oh my they it, are it's very hard windy, for me very, to understand very,
0: they're charming and intelligent and they also they never very really cold know and what daring. doing. yeah <laughs> don't ever be sure of Gemini, that no hey
1: they are there and no, then they're hey, not cry. there yeah we'll all the us, time my, as, you guys. as mine. <laughs> and we
0: have cancer. Cancer is the sign of the crab. That's what I best remember. So I know that it's. Isn't it emotional?
1: It's, often, it's, cons- it's often considered the most hurt of all the signs because it takes in everything around it. It's always taking in all the emotions all the time. So it's very very hard for it to stay positive all the time because. Much like it's just the it's an emotional roller coaster all the time. You're feeling all the feelings that you could possibly feel all the time.
0: Oh, is that my penis?
1: But it it's also there's a lot of strength to it. It's a cardinal sign. It's cardinal water. So think about cardinal water would be a large form of water that would be um, in, in, in you know think of an ocean, a pond, and a lake. Cardinal water is going to be the ocean because it's the largest. So it's often said that if you hurt a crab or if you hurt a cancer, then the karma to that is going to be very strong, because what's stronger than the ocean?
0: And uh, I, I want to point out that the moon is also the ruling planet for cancer, and the moon is the planet of emotions.
1: They're very motherly, and very um, nurturing. They want to take care of you, because they feel so many feelings about you
0: next we have leo
1: they drive I, me nuts
0: leos are easy for me to remember they are fiery and they're fixed
1: you love them and they don't care if you love them
0: they are glamorous they are sturdy they are passionate Confident. they're showy
1: so confident <laughs> do not care if you like what they're doing or not they
0: are everybody loves a leo
1: loyal not necessarily dependable, but loyal. So if you are in a situation with them at the time, they're going to be very, very defending of you mm-hmm. if something's wrong.
0: They have a lot of friends.
1: You can almost count on them to fight your battles for you.
0: Do we have Virgo? A sign that I am wearing more and more about each day. My husband's
1: a Virgo. Mm-hmm. They are to very complex, like a Gemini, because they're very in their mind. But whereas a Gemini can let go of a lot of things because of the duality of switching back and forth, a Virgo cannot let go. as easy because a Virgo is constantly looking for the purity of every situation. And it's
0: ruled by Mars.
1: It's ruled by Venus. I think Virgo and Taurus is ruled by Venus. (laughs) All
0: right. Venus
1: Venus rules (laughs) Virgo and Taurus. Libra is a sign of balance. They're actually a lot. It's funny about Libras because everybody says balance, but what I'm learning more and more because I have uh, Libra clients, and I'm starting to understand that
0: by saying balance, it almost
1: makes you think that they're innocent, but they're not at all. So we're, we're
0: uh... hello. Okay.
1: Scorpio. Scorpio. Um, we didn't finish Libra. Okay,
0: Libra let's, let's is still a uh, complex to me because I know what it stands for, but my archetype is
1: messed up about it. Libras are like, um, they love everything to be beautiful around them, and they see both sides of the story. We talked about that before, like they can see both sides of every situation. So ultimately, they're never really on your team or on anybody else's team. They're just always on their own team because they're always seeing everything from every angle. So they're almost sort of like a, magician in a way I would I would I know I don't think the magician actually connects with Libra but in I mean, my have, mind they're like
0: it's a natural they have a referee like calling out
1: fairness and well they don't even really necessarily have to call it out they don't even really do that they just always see it as fair so imagine being that again confident in a way almost like a Leo Leo Virgo Libra like those three um I don't know like
0: Li- Libra is not a passive
1: no, I would disagree. It
0: is passive.
1: Okay. Like passive aggressive? Like
0: that? No, kind? like uh, my Libra architect is very fiery. No. I think I think
1: I'm
0: confusing her
1: what I think I don't know. I still, you know, still I, I do kind of know what you Libra. mean. Libra is air, correct? Cardinal mm-hmm. air. So there you go too. So think about Cardinal Water as in Cancer. Think about the leaders of the zodiac. You've got Aries, Cancer, Libra, Capricorn. Those are the leaders, and we're not actually giving them. That's that's the thing that I think about Libra the most is that nobody gives it enough credit because you instantly say balance, and they think, oh, you know, oh, well they're just balanced out. But it's not that at all. It just means that they're, I don't know, they're very strong because they are balancing everything out all the time.
0: That gives me new insight. I, I do have trouble understanding one of my, one of my good friends that is a
1: legal. It was hard for me to understand in the beginning that was the one sign that I had a hard time kind of like wrapping a you know, a situation to talk about around it because they were hard to figure out. Mm-hmm. They are seem very, very sweet, but they are very, they're not necessarily sweet. There's
0: balance. Oh. Scorpio. Scorpio is a very interesting sign to me because I think Scorpio. Mm-hmm. And I would think it would be a fire sign, but no, it's it's water.
1: It's water. And I
0: think that's the most interesting
1: thing about it. Too. I would <laughs> say that Scorpio and Aquarius are the most misunderstood signs.
0: You wouldn't think by looking at a Scorpio that it was that it had that. Mm-hmm.
1: No, but oh well.
0: Yeah, I guess that's true. Like people
1: just automatically, I think, think mean. You know, mm-hmm. they think that Scorpios are mean but or wounded. disheartening. Or, yeah,
0: they're well, they're being defensive. They're they're. They have, they feel things deeper. And yeah, so they, they strike, do. So, yeah, like a cancer, like a water back. sign.
1: Yeah, that's true. They just strike back. Scorpios are very very um de- like dependable, very uh, what would be the other word? Like they're very responsible. Great. Very, I don't know. They just give it's just I, one of the most misunderstood signs I think because. People automatically think mean or like cunning. I wouldn't necessarily say hurt I would just say you know it's because it's the archetype of life and death so it's always seeing situations from the perspective of rebirthing it or taking it away and Scorpio sort of has that power That's something I've always noticed about Scorpios, and I've always heard in different podcasts, just like the one we're recording, is that Scorpios have a way of taking something and killing it, or giving birth to it, whether it be to themselves or friends. So if you have a Scorpio friend, if you sit down and have a glass of wine with them or something, you're going to be able to, and you really, really dive into something really deep, they have the ability to have that watery feeling energy that can break in and kind of kill away whatever it is. and then also help you rebirth something that's positive. There's so many strengths to every sign. Whoa. We're
0: right, so going next into Sagittarius. Give us a little bit of a view. Now this one's a fun sign for both of us.
1: We are both Sagittarius sons. And it's just an adventurous journey. And I think sometimes, it's not that I'm taking it for granted, but every single day that I'm around other people, and, and if they're not a Sagittarius, I do understand how Untrapped, we are mentally, mm-hmm. and yes, I and yes. that almost makes me want to cry because I am so fucking everyone, thankful yeah, you, like, that I am not trapped in like in my mind or in my feelings or in my you know I'm just I, fiery.
0: I did a weird astro- oh. uh, astrology thing today, and I met someone on Tinder, and he all of his pictures were like vacation ones, like traveling the world, and all all his bios were was wonder I messaged him and I said, "Are you a Sagittarius?" <laughs> Because you just know. Yeah. Did you say yes? I guess I'm assuming. We'll find out <laughs>
1: next to podcast.
0: That... <laughs> we'll let you know what random guy actually. When guy Whitney is
1: married, when Whitney's getting married next podcast, so <laughs> the Sagittarius.
0: Uh, Sagittarius are just so excited about life yeah. and learning, and we just seem to breeze through life because yeah. it, nothing is too serious. Everything is. A journey. Yeah, I'm not... it's not a journey. We make it a journey. We yes. go on a journey. We cannot sit still. We've got our flaws. Heck yeah. Blunt.
1: Yeah,
0: we don't mean it.
1: We can't lie. We're
0: very, very honest.
1: We can't lie. We don't want to lie. We don't find. We don't see the reasoning behind lying. And
0: I know a lot of people listening. And like, Man, that me, but. <laughs> But really no, 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 no. but really, no. But really, no. No, it wasn't a uh, We are incapable of, like, even if we try to, like, blatantly lie to someone, oh, it's coming out.
1: Uh-huh.
0: You will, in fantastic fashion, you know, six months later.
1: Exactly, <laughs> yeah. If, if I, I, I lie about lied, something, I hated your hair <laughs> exactly, that day. Exactly, exactly. Like, you'll know about it. Like, yes.
0: We can't hold that shit in. <laughs> no. I just go up to strangers and I'm like, would you like to know dark secret?
1: Mutable fire.
0: Yeah, always changing. Always
1: the fire is moving around. I see. It's not cardinal and it's not fixed.
0: Uh, next sign on the chart. A little less interesting, but hey, what is it? It's
1: Capricorn. I love Capricorn. Um. This is like what I was just saying about how I'm so thankful to be a Sagittarius. This is one of those signs that I can't imagine being because life seems very, very boring. And I, but I'm glad that they are, it's Cardinal Earth.
0: Yeah.
1: And it's, it's like the mascot of society. That's what I always say about um, Capricorns. They are always doing what they're supposed to do to help us be inspired to know that we should be doing that too. Because there are, you know, think about in everyday life, there are different things that we should be doing. We should be drinking eight glasses of water. We should be, you know, whatever it may be, getting up and doing the. And they,
0: the Capricorns, are the people doing they it. They are the ones doing it. Yeah.
1: And if they're not doing it, they like, ha- they they they'd have the the capacity to do it or no not capacity. The well, yeah, that'd be right. Yeah. Okay. I
0: think I, I imagine um, Rob Lowe's character. I'm not familiar with the
1: show. very upbeat about everything. Always exercise and exercise and Just the hard, yeah. Yeah, the hardest, and he's they're the hardest <coughs> working sign. It's the mountain goat. So it's, you know, what a, does mountain goat do? They just climb the mountain a little bit, stop and eat, and then climb more. That's all they do. Work, work, work.
0: Next sign
1: is Aquarius. And, uh, this goes along with Scorpio, when I said that Two of the most misunderstood. Aquarius. Um...
0: I've just made a sign to Lance <laughs> for him to continue talking. Oh. While well, I go check on my kid who was about something. Oh, okay. We can stop it. No. Come on, you stop. Yeah, we're
1: already in Aquarius. Oh, okay. Aquarius are misunderstood. They're very um, direct. That's why they're misunderstood, but most of the time Aquarius hold the information that is the most valuable because they are the revolutionary archetype, and they they bring things together. They figure things out. They have the answer, but their delivery when they give the answer is hurtful. Because it's correct. Okay. Aquarius are also, um, Aquarius would be fixed water. So, no! Aquarius is air. Fixed air. You think it's a water sign because of the water bearer, but it's actually fixed air. That's correct. It's fixed air. Hello, podcast. It's Lance by himself. Aquarius with fixed air. So think about fixed air. It's not moving. It knows what it's doing. It's still. It's still enough to know. It knows. Aquarians know. (sighs) Moving on to Pisces. And when you think about the water bearer, don't just think about physical labor and don't think about the water bearer walking down to get water. Think about the intuition and the insight that one would have to have to have the ability to put a canister of water on their shoulders walk it down to the river, fill it up, and then walk it back. Think about the um, intellect and the knowledge and the strength and the balance that it would take to do something like that. That is what is within and instilled within an Aquarius. And that is why oftentimes they hold those answers that are so correct that we don't always want to hear. The last sign is Pisces. The fish, the two fish. One fish is swimming in one direction. The other fish is going in another direction. This represents a duality, and the duality of, um, worlds, which is so cute, I think, and I just love Pisces, bless their hearts, they deal with a lot of emotional stuff, but they believe, you know, they have that, that, that's their, their little, uh, quote, quote, I believe. They believe in believing, therefore, they can. Um, mutable water. Moves around. It's very sensitive. It's water that's moving around. It's engaging, it's taking on different relationships, but the relationships are very important to them, and everything's very sensitive. Um, the whole duality thing with the two fish: one fish is swimming in one direction, and one fish is swimming in another direction. That represents one fish swimming to world towards the practical world, and one fish swimming towards fantasy land, some may call Pisces land, or Pisces world, you know, just, they are 50% in a world of practicality, and rules, and staying on task, and then the other 50% of them is within Pisces land, which is just no rules, no, no, no rules. What more to say than that? Think about going in and out of no rules and complete rules. Fifty percent of the time, in and out, in and out, in and out, and that's what makes up the one hundred percent of you. Is switching in and out of those two worlds sounds exhausting to me. But like I said, I am so thankful. I cry that I'm a Sagittarius because I enjoy the optimism. Of course, like I'm uh, Sagittarius, are getting to live their entire lives. Being an optimist, we can't help it. We can't help it move on to the next thing and be happy we're doing it. All right, this has been Whitney makes a podcast. I ended this for you. I'll see